0: Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Bottled Up Podcast, and boy, what a week it's been. First off, if you missed it, somehow, someway, Kyle Busch is your 2019 Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series champion at Homestead Miami Speedway. He was dominant, that's the last time we're going to be able to say that before the race goes there in March of next year, and is no longer the championship weekend. The championship will be at Phoenix, which has led to, some, oh not Phoenix, ISM Raceway, excuse me, which has led to some uh, mostly negative reactions from fans. Uh, A lot of people are not all that pleased that ISM will be the location of the finale because they felt the racing there this year was boring with the new package. Uh, I have no comments on that because I want to keep people on the good side, and if I were to just throw my hat in the ring on certain things, uh, it would split the fan base, which is not our intention here. So, to cover the NASCAR weekend, it was a lot of mishaps, and it seemed like a lot of miscommunication and uh, mishaps on pit road, like I mentioned. So, the first major event was Martin Truex Jr. In a move that I have not seen in any any uh, recent history that I can recall, the right front tire wound up on the left front of the car, and the left front tire was on the right front of the car which threw off the balance completely. Martin, uh, as he was pulling away, immediately said something was wrong. Cole Pern said, yep, we got the tires on backwards. Somehow he spotted that from on top of the pit box. He saw that the lettering on the tires was incorrect and was able to figure out what to do right away. So that's why those guys make the big bucks. That's why they're the brains of the operation. That's pretty, uh, pretty incredible to notice as the car is pulling away. But he uh, noticed that, that was the first big error in execution then, Denny Hamlin had a bit of a mishap where a uh, a large, large piece of tape was to be added for his crew chief's request, and it was about the size of the forearm of the pit crew member that put it on and he slapped it on in the wrong spot, and the car immediately began to overheat, so they had to come down pit road, take that tape off and uh, basically get the car back on track as quickly as possible to get To force air through the grill and cool it back down to uh, running temperatures. But at the end of the night, Kyle Busch was your champion. There was no late race caution that Kevin Harvick would have needed in order to win. Uh, He was banking on it, did not get it. So Kyle Busch was your champion to some mixed results. Uh, Let's say the fan base was pretty, uh, pretty split there. Some were happy to see what is arguably his second championship, just to stir the pot a bit. Some are saying this is his first championship. Some are saying it's now 1.5. Again, that's something I'm not going to throw my hat in the ring on because I don't want anyone to tear my head off. It is uh, quite the hot subject. Speaking of hot subjects, that got people talking. Jimmy Johnson, seven-time champion, 83-time winner, will be retiring at the end of the 2020 season, which leaves the 48 car open. We've done a bit of speculation on Twitter about who will be in the car. I believe that Ryan Priest has a good chance of being the driver behind the wheel. There have been a lot of names thrown around. Noah Gregson. Alex Bowman's contract is up at the end of 2020. I would be surprised if he wasn't re-signed, to be completely honest with you. Um, I, I would put money on Alex Bowman staying in that car. That's not coming from any sources I have or anything, but just, just to be expected. And to go into some more speculatory news... Front Row Motorsports could be cutting down to two teams. There are a lot of team members that were laid off, and one of them in uh, social media message, not too bottled up, not to uh, not to us, but in a social media comment they left. They said that uh, Front Row Motorsports was going to two teams. An anonymous source confirmed to TobyChristy.com, dot com, which is a fantastic source for information. We're not tied to them. They actually they support. The Biled Up Podcasts were in their uh, list of podcasts, of NASCAR podcasts to listen to, so we are very grateful to them. But they uh, have an an anonymous source that told them that Front Row is going to be cutting down to two teams instead of three. And McDowell seems to be confident that he will be returning. David Reagan is uh, retiring, as was noted, and celebrated at Homestead Miami Speedway. Not because he was retiring, but celebrating his career, of course. And... It's looking like John Hunter Nemechek will be the driver of the second car for that team, but that's yet to be confirmed. We're not sure if ink has been put to paper yet on it. But a lot of other factors go into just shutting down one of the teams. Now they have an extra charter, so they're going to sell that off. That's a lot of money there, and that's another team purchasing a charter, so that could go to Rick Ware Racing perhaps is one team that comes to mind. But another team can jump in and buy that charter, and have a guaranteed starting spot. To give a quick rundown of how the charter system works, there's multiple charters out there, I believe 36 off the top of my head, but any team with a charter is guaranteed a starting spot in the race. So Rick Hendrick owns four charters, Starcom Racing owns one, and basically you own a charter per car that you field every week, and with those charters, you, are, you have a guaranteed starting spot. You will not have to race your way in. So 43 cars show up to the Daytona 500, you know all 400 cars are going to make it, even if they reckon in in the duels and qualifying and everything else. Um, They will make the race no matter what. 36 teams will make the race. Those last four spots, let's say, because 40 cars can start, let's say 43 show up, seven cars will have to battle it out instead of all the teams. So if you think with the Indy 500, there are teams that may not make the race. Penske could theoretically not make the race. Although now that Penske has purchased Indianapolis Motor Speedway and the IndyCar series, I don't I don't think that's uh, quite a concern for them. Not to no, not to say that Roger Penske would do anything like that. It seems to be a good move for all of motorsports that he's purchased that. But that's a bit off topic. That's news that was reported on a month ago. But with the charter system that gives another team a guaranteed entry every week, which ultimately is good for the sport and good for the smaller teams. Another thing that's going on is actually just announced on Friday night at about 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is that Corey LaJoy is going to run the Snowball Derby at Five Flag Speedway, which is a one of the most prestigious late model races, if not the most prestigious late model races in the country. It's a uh, it's a proving ground for drivers. Not to say that Corey LaJoy has anything to prove in racing in the uh, the Cup Series, but he's going to be running in that race Steven Nassi was uh, on the show last year after his dare I say performance at the Snowball Derby where he um, he ended up getting into a fist fight altercation with his rented pit crew so hopefully things go better for Steven Nassi this year than they did last year and he doesn't get a pit crew that you know doesn't tighten any of the lug nuts on his car I imagine he would be quite pleased with that but that's, uh, that's about it. As we move towards the off season now, and we are officially in the offseason, we have taken the checkered flag on 2019, and we are about to take the green for 2020. Side note, a uh, quick note, if you are counting down the days of the Daytona, to the Daytona 500 on Twitter, please stop. Get some help. We know how many days away the Daytona 500 is. Let us have a couple weeks off. Let the NASCAR media circuit just chill for a couple weeks, and we will all be good. Everything will be just peachy keen if we could just have a couple days to process where we are and what we've done in the past year, and we don't have to look immediately forward to the 2020 season. But there's a whole lot going on, a lot of cars, a lot of drivers that have yet to... uh, A lot of cars that are yet to be filled, a lot of drivers that are yet to have seats. Daniel Suarez is reportedly in talks with the Stuart Haas Racing X team. What I found most interesting in that deal with Cole Custer going to the 41, apparently Daniel Suarez had the funding. According to him, he brought the funding forward to run the season, and it was declined by Gene Haas specifically. That's coming from Daniel Suarez. And if that's the case, then that must mean they have a whole lot of faith in Cole Custer, who's bringing in sponsorship of his own, but they've got a lot of faith in him to perform in that car probably at the same level that Kevin Harvick is and that Clint Boyer did in 2018. Eric Amarola seems to be a special case where his stats are not as good as, I, I you know, for lack of a better term, his stats are not as good as Clint Boyer and Kevin Harvick. But he's still out there and he brings the car home clean, which is ultimately uh, pretty important. So... As long as he brings the sponsorship money and brings the car home clean, I see him having a ride at Stuart Hop's Racing until he says uh, he's, he's ready to retire. Finally, as we begin to wrap things up here, on next week's episode of Bottled Up, which we will drop on November 30th, two days after Thanksgiving, we've got some big news coming. And there might even be a special edition of Bottled Up. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. With an announcement coming forward, I cannot share any details on it. But there is a big announcement coming from a very popular person who has done a lot of work to get what they deserve. And on a personal level, I'm very excited about it. So go ahead and tell your friends that the next episode of Bottled Up could drop at any time. There is, once this announcement is made... There will be an episode of Bottled Up released at the exact same time that you can go ahead and listen to, and hear it straight from the horse's mouth. And I cannot share any more. I will not share any more. But all I can say is that you should be excited, because I am very excited, and it's going to be something well deserved for somebody that is putting in the time and effort to better themselves. And not that they weren't already good, great even, but to get what they uh... what they deserve to happen and it's going to be very exciting one last final thing if you are not a member of the flick chat group here on bottled up download the flick chat app it's a hundred percent free it's just used to communicate from fans to the bottled up podcast team and from us to you casual conversation maybe we can get guests on the show on so if you've got a question for a driver like oh my gosh how am i ever going to you have a burning question for, let's say, Christian Eckes, and he's not in the group. But let's say he's going to be on the show and he joins the group and you've got a burning question that you are just dying to ask. Well, you can go over to the Flickshack group and you can ask them if they're in the group that week. Hey, I think that's pretty cool. If I know if I had the chance to actually shoot a text over to an actual NASCAR driver... I would uh, jump on that. I think it's pretty cool. Again, 100% free. The group code is bottled up, all lowercase. Follow us on Twitter if you don't already, at BottledUpRadio. That is where you can find us the latest and greatest information. We're going to start doing giveaways a little bit more often. Unfortunately, this is a podcast that is self-funded on a college student's budget. So we are literally paying the bills ourselves here. So with that, we can't really... ...afford to do many giveaways and, you know, buy merchandise to give to fans. We do on occasion. We've done it in the past. Uh, for you, the people that have wanted out there and are still listening, I hope you are enjoying your various uh, pieces of merchandise. I genuinely do. And thank you for participating in the contest. And when those contests are announced, that's over on our Twitter page. But one thing that we are going to start doing... Is, that we are able to do is actually iRacing setups. And you're probably sitting there going, well, why is the setup so good? What what am I going to do with an iRacing setup? Well, we've got some pretty good ones, actually. So if you drive the Modifieds, the SK Modifieds or the Tour Modifieds over on iRacing at all, you know that those fields are very competitive. And there's like two or three cars that pull away and absolutely dominate, you know, the SimCrow Racing, the Jeff Duallys out there that just pull away from the field and dominate. Well... We've got setups to match them. And if you go ahead and go over to the uh, ranking leaderboards over on iRacing and check the stats there, and you look at NASCAR Tour Modified Series, and you sort by wins, you'll see a name on top. Oh, that's Jeff McConey at the top there. So I've got some pretty good setups, and I think to uh, give some of those away is a bit risky because those are literally what I race, and I go out and win on. I'm leading... Currently leading the overall uh, world in wins on iRacing. So I'm literally going to give away setups if I get enough interest in them. People are like, yeah, that sounds like a cool idea. Well, that could be you that gets that setup. You could distribute it, but you could go out there and win right on your own if you keep it to yourself and not give it away to anybody else. Same thing with the SK Modifieds. We're ranked well there. And if you come to me and and you're like, oh my gosh, I want a setup for a Toyota truck at Land Speedway. Okay, sure. We can do a giveaway for that. It's just an idea out there. I'm trying to give back more to you people because you guys do so much for me without even realizing it. So you know where to find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, uh, the Flick Chat app. That's all the places you can find us. Thank you so much for listening in. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Bottled Up.